The name's Bond. James Bond. I'm gonna make him an offer, Captain. I am your father. And I am Iron Man. Was I rushing or was I dragging? Go ahead. Make my day. Alright, alright, alright. Here we go. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie or don't want it spoiled, tune out now because we're gonna talk about the black phone. Um overall, I I enjoyed the movie. I'm not the biggest fan of horror movies overall, but I definitely enjoyed this one. It had, like, just the right amount of creepy. It wasn't too, too scary like other horror movies. And it was very realistic, in a way, about, like, what, like, the dangers of the real world, child kidnapping, and stuff like that, mental illness. Um, So, overall, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm also not a fan of scary movies. This was a good scary movie it was very psychological the only thing that was very out of um reality was the whole ghost idea when he was in the basement um which is one of the first things i want to talk about do you think the whole like him seeing the ghost and hearing people through the phone that was disconnected by the way if you haven't seen it is uh did you think that was real or did you think that was in his head because i i can see arguments for both i thought it was um maybe because they said that their mom the mom of the two siblings had like you know psychic abilities and then the daughter got psychic abilities and she kept on like praying to god to like help her brother and everything maybe that was a result of her prayers that her psychic ability allowed the ghost because there have been like i don't know if you're you're into ghosts or whatever but i kind of like ghost hunters and stuff like that so they have a thing called like a ghost box with which basically just plays static and um it allows ghosts to communicate so maybe it was like kind of something like that and since you know some people so you thought it was like it was real it's supposed to be taken as like this like this is real this is actually happening yeah i think so because um i think it was because they're they have psychic abilities and there have been some people's like sensors between them and the other side are just a little bit more delicate and yeah okay okay maybe maybe cuz i i also really like the idea that you could you could see it as all the ghosts being in his head, you know, because he's a kid. He has a big imagination and he literally just got kidnapped. So it's very like psychological. You could think of it as, okay, he's sitting in this room kidnapped. He's just staring at the walls into the void for days, hours at a time. And uh, obviously you would think he starts seeing things and hearing things and notice how all of the information that any of the ghosts gave him was only ever information that he could have figured out himself it wasn't ever additional information well i mean like like for example no like how could he figure out how the um like the key the key there was a keypad on the front door how could he have figured that out no no but listen 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 like but it's okay so listen the first time he like uh creaked open the door and he knew it was open it could be assumed that he actually made his way all the way up and just like peeked out. He didn't walk out, but he peeked out and he got this like understanding of what's there. Or you could also just take it as like the, so like you said, the number on the wall, he, he's literally in this room with absolutely nothing. And he's just staring at the walls. Obviously he was bound to have like noticed the numbers on the wall and he must've just like 
you know, guessed in his head, oh, maybe this is like a combination lock. And, and that's just a part of the psychological thing where it's just he, he's literally just like making things up. He, he's assuming. Yeah, I guess so. But still, like, how could he have known not to go upstairs because he would be. No, no. But listen, he would be beaten that, by the guy. The, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's stuff he could have very reasonably come to these conclusions on his own. Like, again, with the keypad thing, remember how, like, he saw the number and he asked, okay, but is it, like, uh, 23317 or 23317? Uh, or, like, what, what is the exact order? And the, per- and the ghost on the phone just goes, I don't know. You know, it's because he doesn't know. He, he, it's like he's having this conversation with himself. I and guess, then, like... And then the one about, like, like you just said, how did he know not to go upstairs or he'll get beaten? Well, that's, that's also kind of obvious. Like... If the if the dude goes through all this trouble to kidnap you, why would he leave the door unlocked? Obviously, that's going to be a trap, you know. Yeah. And so the, I get- the instinct in him told him, "Oh, I need to escape," but then the logical part of him, which you know you could you could say was quote unquote the ghost, his conscious ghost, was telling him, "No, this is obviously a trap." Like, let's think about this for a second. Why would he leave it unlocked? I guess it's I guess that's what makes it so interesting is because it is up to the interpreter like yeah, I mean 100%. it is up to the audience you can interpret it either way like I interpret it as a um like as them being having psychic abilities yeah. and an ability to communicate with ghosts and you're just saying that he was starving he was hungry and therefore kind of hallucinating this but you know his logical brain was you know taking over and coming to these conclusions by the by itself but another thing i wanted to yeah another thing i wanted to talk about is like how freaking violent these little children were like i was like what like there were like fights all the time everyone was getting beat up like the dad was abusive i was like jesus christ very aggressive like, why is everyone beating everyone up in this movie? Like, I mean, it was set in, like, 1970-what? Eight. 1978. But, like, I don't know. Like, I never had those experiences where, like, everyone was beating up everybody all the freaking time. Like, yeah, sure, sure, it happened. There was a school fight. But nobody was ever, like, like not every kid had been in a, you know, fist fight or, like, getting beat up on the playground or whatever i mean but it was also very like small town vibes and i'm not saying that like every small town has these same issues but like you know it's just it's kind of like the idea of like you know very stereotypical bully hours in a small town it's fine i don't know i didn't that didn't bother me i thought that was that was fine yeah i I guess i can see that i guess i just like i don't know i was like why these kids so violent and then also like they all know they they all know that like a van took them like how many black vans are in the town like i feel like they could have like the police could have been way smarter and like yeah i agree if the police yeah 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 honestly i hadn't really thought about that but you're right like come on like the police must have not actually really been on this as much as they should have because he also does this in the middle of the day, literally in the middle of the day. How does nobody, nobody see a black van and go, hmm, I should probably report Yeah, this. and, like, I feel like these kids were, like, kidnapped under situations that could have easily been preventable. Like, I don't know, like, middle of the day, this guy is, like, wrapping you in balloons. I mean, they're just walking home. I don't know how a kid is supposed to prevent that they they were literally just like walking yeah but like a creepy man comes up to you and says do you want to see a magic trick <laughs> like i mean i don't know about you but i'd be like 
no, I'm running away from this van. Like, hell no. I did find it somewhat coincidental that, like, every time they got kidnapped, there was literally nobody around in plain daylight. Yeah. I mean, how is there nobody around? Like, this is, like, small town vibes. The kids are all outside. I don't know. Maybe maybe that part, that part I can I can understand. They can get away with it by saying, oh, well, well he planned it. He, he knows the routes. He knows where it's going to be the least amount of traffic. So, okay, I'll give him that. But, like... I don't know. Also, let's let's talk about his mask. What was the deal with his mask? I know there has to be some like meaning behind his mask and the whole like like symbolism. There's something there. There is something there. And the way he would take off certain parts of the mask when he was oh, and then he'd act like different depending on that. Yeah. And then when he had his entire mask removed, how he felt like I don't know. He, he felt, felt like naked. He was, yeah. Yeah, naked or scared or like. I don't know. Like, what What the heck was all of that about? Well, I think he definitely has some kind of, like, mental disability. Well, well yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no. But, like, maybe those masks helped him categorize his different personalities. You know, because, like, whenever he would go down and give the kid food, he would be all, like, like a little bit sweet, a little bit nice or whatever. He would only be wearing, like, the bottom part, like, the jaw part. He'd let him see his eyes. Yeah, the smiley part of the mask. Like when he wanted to be kind, he'd let him see his eyes. Yeah, yeah. When it was like evil, he'd wear only like the top part. Or I don't know. Because when, when he was waiting for the trap, right? He's sitting upstairs. No, I think he had both parts on. I can't really remember. Honestly, see, that's what I I'm can't saying. remember. It's very confusing. You, you can't actually you know know for sure it's it's weird it's weird i don't know if there was a specific like rule that he followed with what parts of the mask he wore during whatever parts also he wore one mask that we never saw again at the very beginning when he initially captured him and he went to go visit him for the first time he wore one without a without a mouth on it and then we never saw that one again. I really can't remember that. Like, I know, like, there was, like, the masks were consistently changing. But I cannot remember, except for that the frowny face mask meant was about to hit the fan. It was like, this is no joke mask. You are in danger masks. Mask. The frowny face mask was the yeah, for sure. run mask. <laughs> but it's also interesting how when he captured them, like, with the van and he wore his top hat, he didn't wear a mask at all. He was just chilling with sunglasses and his top hat. But I mean, if you think about it, like, oh yeah, there's a creepy guy in a in a van with a mask, or they're, they're just like a guy with like sunglasses on. So maybe it was like part of the ruse and part of like staying undetected by people. Yeah, I don't know. But I, overall, I thought this was a really good movie. I mean, I liked it for a scary movie. This was really good. It was also very artsy. I it was. How every time. Um, they'd mention or they'd like hint at a at a kid getting abducted it would just show the kid walking and the van pulling up all, kind of in slow motion and then it just fades to black so you yeah. just assume what happens or then and you got that, like consistently and i thought that was cool or then you got like flashbacks of his of their childhood as well which was also cool like whenever they whenever like he talked to one of the people like you would get like a flashback of like his whole child their whole childhood yeah 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 and then you'd gain like sympathy for them and their death and you're like oh my god these kids like they had their whole lives ahead of them and now they're just dead but then that made it so i mean it's for big spoiler but then that made it so much more satisfying whenever he killed like the bad guy because it's like he's doing it for all of the kids that were abducted and murdered by this terrible person 
Yeah, damn, but that kid, he, oh my gosh, he was so chill for the most part. Obviously, he had his little breakdowns every now and then, and he, like, cried at the part of the freezer. But, like, for the most part, that that kid was solid. Like, he was, he, he was not phased. <laughs> that kid was a tank. <laughs> for real, for real. If I'm in a... He was just like stone faced. Yeah, if like, I'm a, wow. if I'm in a crisis situation, I'm choosing that kid. That kid's on my team. <laughs> I'd be like, I feel like I'd be the person asking questions like, "Who the hell are you? Where am I? Why are you doing this? What, like, what's gonna happen?" This kid was just stone faced. He was just staring at him. He was like, like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, Honestly, hell? and then how resourceful he was. I mean, I know he had clues from the little phone, or I mean, I think he got clues. You think he just was plain was just that resourceful but um you know just like regardless it was it was very being innovative being determined like not giving up like honestly i'd be like honestly i'd be like okay this is the end goodbye like <laughs> be like goodbye cruel world goodbye <laughs> i i would have given up <laughs> it was a very satisfying uh scary movie yeah because i feel most scary movies just leave you with a you know a cold chill yeah this one ended and it was like okay it's it's actually over yeah it's but like satisfying. another part that was crazy was that his brother was living right above him i thought that was such a cliche like i, I thought it was a good idea into that house and they're and they were like we're looking for this killer or whatever and then he starts going off on his like you know his his theory his conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Like I was going, oh, okay, they roll their eyes and leave. Yeah. I was already thinking this, this dude is going to be the killer. But then making it his brother, I thought that was that was cool. Yeah, but Not like. That it was like him, him, but the fact that it was his brother and his brother was like hiding it from him. Yeah. Made it interesting. But then the fact that they, he was living right above him and then he figured it out and then he died. It's like, what? What? Why? Yeah, him figuring it out at the very end again. But it's fine. It, it, was, it was still good. Cliche. But I'm gonna also. I also want to talk about how cool the sister was. She was so cool and such a well-written. Oh, yeah. the, the like such a was definitely super cool. Yeah, the sister was so cool. She was a well-written character as well because she like mouthed off to the police. She was very like spirited in a way, kind of the opposite of her brother. Her brother was like very chill and just like okay, like yeah kind of shy guy and like she even stood up for her brother whenever he got into a fight she was very vocal like whenever she was getting beaten by her dad she still stood up even though she was obviously like the underdog in that situation and i think that's like like to me that was really powerful and that's like i mean i know that little kids shouldn't be watching this movie but like it's a good like role model for a little girl to have someone who stands yeah, up. I don't know if that's like pushing it, but like I know <laughs> what you're trying to say. Yeah, but like, I like someone. I like I like whenever they represent females who aren't scared to stand up and follow no, their I voice. Know, yeah. No, I agree. And and what what I liked about that was that they did it, but not in a way that's like ooh women power, you know, kind of thing. It was like the, like they did it right. They did it in a way that didn't make it feel obvious that, like, oh, we're doing this just to make sure that the woman specifically is strong. Like, they just wrote a character who is a strong person, and it just so happened to be a woman. And that's exactly how the writing should be, you know, because uh, I get so so sick and tired of, like... A hundred percent. No, I agree with you. You know, female characters get written in a way where, like, oh, they're strong, but it's not because, like, the character is strong. It's because, oh, they just needed to represent a strong woman. 
It's like, okay. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't write care Like, it was just her character. Just her. Yeah. She was a strong yeah. character. She was a strong person. And, um, yeah. I mean, the dad, I hated the dad. The dad was, ugh. And Ethan Hawke, his acting was great, as always. I don't know. I mean... Fine line between creepy, but contained. Honestly... I feel like the masks, like, I honestly, as an actor, I feel like the masks kind of maybe did a disservice to the situation. I, if anything, I think the mask helped emphasize his body language. And it's not just flailing your arms around to, you know, to, to, to tell you what he's thinking, what he's feeling. Like, you can also do it through poses. And he did it a lot through poses. You don't have to physically move around. His posing and his eyes, his silhouettes told a lot of the story too yes no i agree you don't have to flail around but i still would have loved to see more body acting especially since his face was so covered up there were some moments in the in the in the movie where i was like this is definitely kid acting right now (laughs) like the kids did a really god the kids did a really good job like i'm not gonna knock them but, like, there were definitely moments where I was like, okay, we get it. Like, you, you know, like, they, they were just, it was just kids acting. You know what I mean? Literally, when they're in the bathroom stall at the very beginning of the movie, I honestly was convinced I was going to hate this movie just because of that one scene. You know the one I'm talking about? Yeah. When, when he runs into the bathroom, he hides in the stall, the bullies come in, he comes out, he thinks he's about to get beat up. Then the, like, actual cool kid walks in and he's like, leave my friend alone. Don't ever catch me messing with him again yeah. whatever. And just that dialogue, all of that dialogue that they have made me cringe. Like, I thought that was, I was like, this is literally the worst dialogue I've ever heard. Wait, and not just the worst dialogue. The worst dialogue written and the worst dialogue like acted by kid actors i was like this is just this is bad they could have done definitely done scene. way more work on that scene and when he's like you're gonna have to stand up someday you're gonna have to stand up for yourself someday you know like it was literally cliche overload it was it was pretty cliche it's like oh you're not setting us up for anything at all <laughs> just that specific scene i had a problem with and but like then and literally like, cut to the scene where where the girl where gwen is then in the principal's office with the cops, and then she starts <laughs> like literally bad mouthing the cops. And I was like, okay, this this it felt like a completely different movie, you know, like a completely different uh, writer, and that made it so much better. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that scene was in the bathroom, but I mean, it was essential, but it really it could have been better written. What do you rate it? Come back to me. What do you rate it? What do I rate it? Yeah, I'm gonna say it's a seven point eight nine. 7.89 interesting yeah why yeah it's solid because it's a solid movie um it it wasn't super expansive it felt very contained but what was there was very well uh done it wasn't super fleshed out but it was fleshed out enough to tell the story in a very creative and chilling way fair fair i'm gonna say i'm gonna give it a five yeah, a five. I thought that it was a good movie. Um, will I watch it again? Probably not, because I'm not a fan of horror movies. I didn't. It creeps me out. 
but was the idea was the concept good did i enjoy like the overall plot did i enjoy the acting was the dialogue good and was it and was it like interesting and and i like how it mirrored real life as well how like these situations occur so that's why i'm but like then again i'm not the biggest fan of horror movies so i have to give it a five what would you do if you got abducted like that? Oh. <laughs> I don't like that laugh. I'd abduct the abductor. I'd be like, this is my house now. <laughs>